Good morning, everyone. This is your host, Sid. Welcome back to Sit Down with Sid podcast. This is season two, episode number 18. Um, my guest today is David Juices, and I am going to uh, let him introduce uh, himself. And uh, that being said, David, thanks so much for being a guest on our podcast. Thanks for having me, Sid. How are you today? Wait. I'm doing great, uh, David. So, David, before we kind of get into the podcast, would you take 30 seconds or so just to give a brief uh, intro background about yourself to our audience? Sure. Uh, I guess I was born and raised in Jersey. Um, I worked in the uh, car restoration business, on my own business. Um, went into pest control after that, then had health issues. Well, I had health health issues, uh, autoimmune disorder, um, and that lasted a long time. Uh, it, well, it's still going on. I'm still dealing with it every day. Um, then I became uh, basically on disability and just got fascinated with different things. And I just keep going on with life, trying to educate myself and get myself better physically and mentally. And uh, that's what led me here to... Uh, talk about aliens and ufos with you i know uh, i mean listen i can find uh gets entertainment and uh gives you peace of mind a lot of these things no i know you you know and as a friend i can i can definitely say that you possess a very strong willpower in spite of your condition and uh, uh hats off to you much respect so 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 david i know today's podcast is aliens and ufo uh and we call you the alien conspiracist theorist uh, amongst our group. So let me ask you, how and when did you start to show interest in aliens and, and UFOs? How did that happen? Well, I was always fascinated with history and uh, space and always watched sci-fi movies, things mm -hmm. like that. Over time, when you get older, you start looking at those sci-fi movies like say Star Trek, Star Wars, and you start seeing things that they had in those movies, like the communicators, and you start seeing them show up in technology today, as in cell phones, uh, the little communicators they used to hit on their chest. Now you got mm -hmm. the boot, you just click in the ear. Um, so that always had me interested. But what really got me into more was one day it's it's a funny story for you but i looked up into the sky and i saw something i saw a red light now it was probably around five o'clock so it was still daylight out um probably this time of year during the summertime it was daylight out and it there was a bright red light in the uh in the sky it was like a orangish red and it just stood there in the sky for about 10 minutes and just disappeared. And it, we just kept sitting there and it popped up again and five minutes later and then after five minutes it disappeared again. Now I wasn't the only one there that saw it so I was there with a friend and at that point while we were looking at it, we started talking about aliens, UFOs, and things like that. And I didn't know he was interested in it. And then we just started going talking from there. And he was in the military, so 
we were looking at that and we were saying we have no idea what it is. So that's a UFO right there, you know, to me. And that's when I kind of got a little more into the aliens and UFO situation. And then when you asked me to be on your podcast, uh, things went kind of crazy. When I started doing more research into it, I saw where people could lead into, I mean, crazy, plausible, maybe entertaining. Yes, definitely. You know, uh, so this is more for, I guess, for me as entertainment rather than, yeah, I do have a belief in these UFOs and aliens, but more of entertainment than anything else. So, 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 David, let me ask you, Dave. So, what do you mean by when you when you use the word alien? The reason I'm asking is because for some people or for a lot of people, the word alien conjures of images of say uh, beings that are somewhat similar to humans in appearance. But the aliens that astrobiologists expect to find tend to be a lot smaller. According to them, based on the history of life on Earth, the most likely form of alien life is microscopic. And this is coming from NASA scientists. So to you, what do you mean by when you say aliens in terms of physical appearance? Well, see, there it is. People think aliens, they think of life forms as in us. Mm -hmm. Alien life... If you were to say aliens, it's anything from space, extraterrestrial, not from our planet. Mm -hmm. uh, so it could be anything, like you say, single soul amoeba, um, another plant, another animal, not an intelligent being or anything like that. So anything that came from space that's in space is basically, and alive, would be an alien life form. That's that's a very bold and interesting statement. Do you mind like elaborating on that? I mean, I, I understand the generic part in form of plants, in form of beings that are on this planet can be aliens or are they alien? Well, if, if you really put it in a way that everybody on the earth and everything on earth could be alien mm -hmm. because if you look at how the earth was made if we're not coming from a religious aspect that right. God earth if we're coming from an evolutionary aspect as in the big bang theory and who knows if that's real now with the telescope with the james webb telescope that's saying it's older than they're saying and it's putting doubts into you know scientists mind saying that it was a big bag theory, but the earth was made of all different elements that came from space. So all the particles came together and came to this environment. So everything's from space was created into this mass. Mm -hmm. And now as we evolved from all these other space, uh, bacteria, amino acids, gases, and so forth and so on. That would so, make, yeah, you know. So, and then if you go to, from a religious aspect, if you think about it, mm -hmm. they say God created earth and the heavens. 
So if God created Earth, okay, he could have made us the only intelligent human beings. But if you look at the vast size of the universe, God wouldn't create another planet with maybe other animal planet, um, plant forms of life and things like that. That would also be alien life. So, you know, from a religious aspect, you've got to kind of believe that he created something else besides us, which we see around us, just plants, animals, and other things. And even now we discovered new things on our planet that we don't know every day, different animal species. So we don't know what's on our planet and we definitely do not know what's in space. So, so since we are on aliens, let me ask you, how likely is it that the alien life exists? Or let me put the question in this way, how likely is it that Earth is the only planet or world in the universe where life has developed? The reason I'm asking you this question is because on September 8, 2021, Dr. Lindsay Hayes, a NASA astrobiologist expert, stated that they have not yet discovered life on any other planet and have not seen any scientifically supported evidence for extraterrestrial life aliens. Well, how far did they search? I mean, they didn't collect all the samples from the soil of all the planets. Um, you don't know what's going on beneath the planets. You don't know what other life would actually look like. Mm -hmm. uh, since we're breathing oxygen, uh, say another planet has the atmosphere of methane. Mm -hmm rock that breathes methane but is indulgent but we don't know because we can't communicate it with it it's things like that that i mean we got telescopes that go out there but they're not showing the full mm -hmm. surface everything of these planets it's more images of what they're radiating out with light and things that we're getting these images we're not getting full surface images like we did from say the moon landing and the Mars rover and mm -hmm. actually probes sent to the planet rather than just passing by. So do you believe our aliens real for real? I believe there's a possibility that there is more intelligent life than us. Yes. What is what is the percentage? If I wanted to ask you on a scale of zero to hundred percent Give me your personal percentage number where you think that aliens do exist and they are real. I'd have to say probably about 99.9%. Wow. You're that sure? Yeah, that's what I, I would think myself. Just because the universe is so vast, it's an infinite number. And... When it comes to an infinite number, how can you not think of a planet being, say, the same distance from the sun or the same atmosphere as the Earth somewhere else mm -hmm. and doesn't have other life? That could be a lot more intelligent than us. So, so then let me ask you, do you think that UFOs are they aliens? Are they spaceships? Uh, and I just want to know, like, they are now known as UAP, uh, originally an 
unidentified flying objects, uh, which are the UFOs, now more commonly known as unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs. Um, and they have captured people's imaginations for generations, you know. And despite the widespread belief that aliens are responsible for UFO and UAP sightings, once again, there is no concrete evidence to support it. So since you say you are 99.999% mm -hmm. a believer, do you think those are spaceships? Do you think those are spaceships of aliens? Do you think those are aliens from another planet trying to invade our, our, our planet? Mm -hmm. Give us your take on that. Uh, my belief is that it could be, yes, aliens, uh, alien technology. Uh, for the reason being that these things, these UFOs, well, they were known as UFOs, now UAPs, and there's other names for them because now it's not that they're just flying through the air. People mm -hmm. are seeing you know, into the ocean. You know, um, traveling underwater at high speeds, you know, detected by sonar and other military ways. Um, so, UFOs could be an advanced technology, probably an alien technology, because from the date that things started happening, um, say with Roswell in mm -hmm. the 40s, that uh, we didn't have anything even close to what people were saying. And now we're probably reverse engineering what we've found. And we're creating things that may be close, but not to that technology that we're seeing today. Um, and so many things are coming out with all these whistleblowers mm -hmm. saying these are real things. These are from other planets, uh, not from our planet. They say there's aliens in the military bases that the, uh, the government is covering up. Uh, so, yeah, I do believe in aliens, and that's alien technology, and we're reversing. You know, it's, it's funny you brought that up, that the government is hiding, because that was my next question to you. Do you think that the government knows if the aliens exist and if they're hiding this information if they're hiding this information why is that uh, i just want to give a couple of brief points on this before i let you answer so uh the reason i ask you this question is because whistleblower david crutch uh he claims that the pentagon is covering up a ufo retrieval program uh when he was uh asked to testify in congressional here congressional hearing he provided no evidence to support it, right? Uh, but he indicated that he would be willing to say more of this in a secure classified briefing. There are two other examples. Former Navy commander and pilot David Fravor also, re also recounted a first-hand experience with the so-called Tic Tac UFO. But once again, he said that he has never briefed on the object or his or its potential origins. Last but not the least, former Navy pilot Ryan Graves also recounted an encounter he had an object he described as a black sphere floating inside a clear cube. He indicated such encounters were extremely common amongst pilots, but once again, 
there was no evidence presented to support this claim. But all three witnesses agreed that these objects constituted a potential national security threat. And official government bodies like the White House, Pentagon, and NASA have all stated that they have no reason to believe unexplained objects are inter are extraterrestrial in nature. So my question to you once again is, why do you think, if it is true, the government is hiding all this information from the public? Why? Well, if you think about it, uh, if, say, there was crashed uh, UFOs mm -hmm. and technology from them, and the world is greedy. There's always going to be wars. We're always going to be fighting with other countries. And whoever has the better technology will always win. Uh, well, can't say always win now with nuclear stuff, because that'll basically kill off the world, uh, which we could get into later with that, with aliens and protecting us. But uh, if we have advanced technology, they want to cover it up from other governments and say from the people. They don't want to cause a hysteria of people having to worry about something else now, which we don't know if aliens say they do exist, which I say they do, are violent beings. Maybe they're not violent beings. Maybe they're actually here to help us rather than the humans kill each other off. You know, so there might be aliens here to protect us. Uh, we might be a science experiment, you know, just like we run with mice and things like that. We might be their experiment. So, but if they are here to protect us, how, why will the government hide such information? Because the thing is either they can cause harm to the public or they can pose a threat to the national security and the mass population, right? So civilization. So I, I am trying to put my two cents in this and it's very hard for me to wrap my head around this, that why, if it is true, will the government hide things from public, which poses a national threat to the, to the, to the civilization, human civilization? I mean, they try to hide things from the public that, I'd say like the coronavirus information about that. And that's not something that we can imagine actually happening, a virus taking over the world. But a lot of people can't imagine aliens just, spaceships just coming down from space and invading us. Um, now, if there's aliens that are helping us and being on the planet, maybe the government just doesn't want to share where their location is um, because they don't want to be bothered. Say if aliens did communicate with our presidents, like people have said that they just want to be peaceful and they don't want to be involved with us unless we're destroying their plan. So, so let me ask you then, why do you think that the alien and UFO conspiracy theories have increased so much over the last decade? Is it because 
of the social media, which I do think plays a significant role. Do you think it is because of people uh, listening to encounters from people I mentioned, you know, Ryan Graves, David Trevor, and uh, uh, David Grush? Or what is it, in your, in your opinion? Well, of course, it's social media. But now everybody has cell phones, things like that also. So now mm -hmm. they could out and take pictures, video anywhere. Um, back in the day, if somebody was a whistleblower, they would be in one paper and then it wouldn't be heard of. Mm -hmm. And so if the government wanted to cover it, or cover it up or anything, they could hush the people by whichever means they do, you know, money or whatever way. But now with social media, and people having access to so much, if somebody comes out, they could be on a platform like we are now, YouTube, and thousands of people see them. And now, the next day, they can't just be called up by, say, the government and be quieted like they were before because that person has access to all these platforms. Well, back in the day, they didn't. You know, you had the newspaper, you would talk to a reporter, or you'd mm -hmm. be in a and that's it and only a small region would hear now we could find information from everywhere across the globe which makes access to all this information a lot easier um, and then when it comes to different governments like Brazil doesn't have Argentina doesn't have any cover-ups on UFOs it's full disclosure in their military where they would, anything they cite, they reveal right to the public, you know, and, and they've done that, and it's, they never try to cover anything up. And they say that, yes, there is UFOs, and they don't know what it is. Well, well also, I remember a few years ago, I think it was seven or eight years ago, uh, there were two women in Las Vegas who were driving down the highway at night and then all of a sudden, they saw this bright light standing there for five minutes, uh, piercing their eyes, and it, they kind of all stopped on the highway. And, and and the reason I'm saying this is because I think news spreads very fast, especially through the social media ages that we live in now. Um, but do you think... Now, now the reason I'm going to bring this point up is, do you think it can be some kind of experiment by another country to do surveillance over the United States. There, for example, the hot air balloon that was uh, you know, shot down a couple of months ago where China was actually conducting surveillance 80,000 feet uh, uh, above the sea level. Do you think is that a robotic thing? Is that a, once again, man-made attempt? by other countries to do surveillance on uh, U.S. intelligence, et cetera? Well, that's always a possibility. And that, that's another reason why the government could be hiding these things, because these UFOs could be Chinese. They could be Russian. They could be from other countries, which that would put fear into people. Mm -hmm. If kind of craft and we can't defend against them, you know, that that would be a problem, you know, especially if they had capabilities of 
like some of these people say, they see these lights and it's like an EMP where it starts taking away, like shutting off cars and everything else and freezing the people, like say it was telepathically or whatever, where they can't move and they could just see this image in front of them. Um, so the government could hide it, definitely. But there's so many mass sightings. Uh, there, there's been so many mass sightings um, of multiple people just saying things in the sky. Um, police getting called at the same time about certain things in the sky that can't be explained. So, but then why do you think it is so hard to find evidence? Uh to look for evidence of aliens, uh, because the reason being is, uh, you know, some evidence suggests that there is life outside the Earth, including from the Perseverance rover on the Mars, have been found. But once again, many questions are unanswered, you know. So why do you think it is so hard to find evidence? You know, I mean, if, if, if I'm sure there is a lot of uh, percentage in the population who believe aliens exist, then why is it that till date there has been no scientific evidence? Once again, I, I want to use the word scientific here, you know, because uh, we believe in science, right? I mean, so I personally do. So so why do you think is that? Well, who runs basically most of the science that runs through the... well. All the information about science has to go through the government. Mm -hmm. The government, especially if it's related to top secret things like that. So that's why we really can't find evidence is if the government gets it first, they hide it. If they don't want you to know something, they won't tell you or they'll make their own narrative. So that's why their evidence is so hard. I mean, it's funny that you say evidence is so hard when they take pictures of these UFOs. Some of them are very clear. And those very clear pictures, they already say, oh, those are fake pictures right off the bat. Well, they you can know? also be photoshopped, no? I yeah, mean, yeah. Even... But there, there's been pictures taken in the past. Uh, let me, I wrote down a couple little notes here. Uh, there was two photos published in 1947 in a mm -hmm. paper taken by uh, a photographer. That was probably about a couple of days before the Roswell crash in mm -hmm. uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Those pictures were clear as day, and they, uh, they, they just shoot them away. Um, there was no mention of them afterwards and things like that. Uh, a lot of these pictures, there was no Photoshop back then, and the the, the person who took these paper, uh, pictures, uh, it, it was published in the paper, mm -hmm. and it was stated that the FBI came to his house, took his camera, took took the films, so there was no evidence after that. So it. You know, the government covers things up, so that could be one situation that happened. Just like uh, if we keep on going with the government covering things up, 
Roswell, New Mexico, if it was a, a hot air balloon or a nuclear detection device, like you were saying, um, the thing would crash. And since it happened in Roswell, it's very close to their Air Force base. Mm-hmm. They should have detected it, picked it up, without anybody even knowing about it. But it was found by a person, reported to the police, the police contacted the military, and then the military came to pick it up. One of their censors, even back then, know that one of their balloons that sent signals to them crashed. And wouldn't they be there on site to remove that before anybody else would find it? That's an interesting point. So let me bring up one of the most trending conspiracy theories on aliens. More than the flying saucers and the UFO sightings are the pyramids in Egypt. You know, I mean, this thing has been going on and on. You know, IBC podcasts on a daily basis, Joe Rogan, other major, you know, um, people talking about this. Now, the theory is that the pyramids were not built uh, as a result of decades-long construction, but instead they were built by aliens, or at least aliens showed humans how to build them. So there were a lot of debates. Even I remember Elon Musk uh, uh, making this statement on Twitter that pyramids were built by aliens to which uh, he was invited to Egypt to actually buy Egypt's Minister of International Cooperation, Rania al-Mashar, and Egyptian archaeologist Zahi Hawass responded that the tombs discovered in the 1990s are a definite evidence that the pyramids were built by no other than the ancient Egyptians. So, do you think were the pyramids built by aliens or the ancient Egyptians? All right, let's start here. Um, I'm just going to run some numbers by you. Sure. So if the pyramids were built how they were saying they were built, um, they said it was built from 20 to 27 years. Uh, we're talking about the pyramids of Giza because they're the yes. most well pyramids. Of course, there's many periods, uh, pyramids throughout the entire world that people don't know about. Right. Uh, we're constantly even finding now with LIDAR radar. But with those pyramids in particular, uh, they were built between 20 to 27 years it took to build them. Mm-hmm. That's dating. And 2.5 million stones. And those stones weigh from 2.5 to 15 tons on average. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to estimate it slightly over 27 years to round out numbers. 27 years would be 9,855 days. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to round it up to 10,000. Okay. So they would have to move 250 stones a day for 10,000 days. They would have to quarry them, put them into place, 
build the ramps, put the levers on it. So either A, they have the timeline all wrong, which it took a lot longer to build, or it was built by an advanced technology that we don't know about that right. was lost. Right. Or by aliens. Um, I mean, there's symmetry in some of the, in, in the statues over there that regular artists really can't do perfect symmetry from side mm -hmm. to side, you know, on these statues. Uh, these stones were cut to such precision, moved at so heavy weights that we don't know what actually moved them. Was mm -hmm. it a more advanced knowledge of doing these things through sound waves, through other means, or was it extraterrestrial showing us this technology and how to move this thing? Or are these pyramids even beyond human life as we know it? Deeper into uh, into time, that uh, beyond the ice age, which they are also saying that they're capable of being. Well, then let me ask you to refute that. Why don't people talk about Taj Mahal, which is one of the seven wonders of the world? Uh, it was built in it was built starting 1632 A.D. and took 20 years to build by 20,000 laborers, 20,000 workers. It was built by Mughal Emperor Shah Jahan uh, in memory of his wife, Mumtaz Mahal. At that time, it took them 21 years, actually 1632, and the last part of the completion was 1653 AD. 20,000 workers who moved these stones day and night, multiplied 21 years times 365 days, just to combat your story. Why is it that nobody talks about that? You know? Because that's a huge structure, too. Uh, which structure was it again? I didn't hear you. Taj Mahal. The Taj Mahal. Yes, which is one of the seven wonders of this world. Well, when it goes further on, we have different tools to uh, quarry these stones and things like that. Um, I mean, you can look at large structures around the world uh, that we know that were built, like these castles and things like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's possible, but with the manpower that they were talking about, I don't know, with, with, with the pyramids and how these structures were actually built to their degree of precision mm -hmm. and space and things like that, that wasn't really known back then. And as we evolved, construction became more evolved with different materials. Um, let's see. Well, I, I do have some numbers for you here on pyramid. Um, so most of the archaeologists agree that the Great Pyramid was built by approximately 4,000 laborers that included the quarry workers, the hauliers, and the masons. That would have been supported by 16 to 20,000 secondary workers, which were the ramp builders, 
tool makers, motor mixers, and backup services such as fuel. So that gives a total of 20 to 25,000 labors for 20 years or more, which is somewhat exactly what I talked about Tashman, right? So my thing is, I am not, I'm not debating you on your belief because a lot of people believe it was built by aliens. But why have they picked up Egypt as the center of attention? Why not these other big monument structures such as Taj Mahal? Why is that? Like, why Egypt? That's my point. Why the world is focused on Egypt, especially the pyramid of peace, uh, sorry, the pyramid of Gaza, which is 443 meters high. So do you have an answer for that? Because I cannot wrap my head around why they want to target one specific country, one specific monument, and and kind of revolve around the alien conspiracy theory and so forth. Well, the major view is probably because of the size of the structures and the structures around it. There's this fence. Um, plus the Taj Mahal, they can date. They, they basically know when it's built. The mm-hmm. pyramids... You can't date when they were built. You can't carbon date stone. You could only carbon date what was found around there. Um, people are saying they're more ancient than the people who, that they say created the pyramids. Um, they say those people actually took over the pyramids and their hieroglyphics are like graffiti nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, just writing their own history on what was already there. Um, there's a, there's many other places in Egypt that there's... there's I mean, they period. don't talk about the other pyramids, as you mentioned in the beginning. They have so many pyramids in uh, some parts of South America, I think, and, and other yeah, places in the world. All over the place, South America, uh, China. There's pyramids in uh, Australia. Uh, but then why are they focused on the pyramid of Gaza? That's my question. Well, that's the biggest known pyramid. It's the seven, It's one of the seven wonders of the world. So that's why it's focused on that. That how can somebody, how can people from that age build a structure so big? You know, we can build things like that now. Well, they say we can. But a lot of people said we can't build it to the way they built it. We would have to use other means of building it. Even miners and they had uh, rock experts go out, geologists, and see how some of these stones, uh, even the, the, the coffins could be cut, uh, not coffins, but the tombs could be cut. Right. To such precision as if they were using saws, um, things like granite, that we need saws to cut these days. They say it could be cut with just copper and sand. Yeah, okay, you can do it. They, they prove that it's possible of doing it, but at what speed can they actually cut big, massive thing uh, blocks of granite? And also, they're not like these tombs, they got four sides and they're hollowed out. Right. But it's not four separate slabs. 
It's one solid rock. And it's hollowed out perfectly. So people would have to go directly into the corners and chisel it down perfectly with copper tools into granite. That's not really possible. And that's what brings up the majority of stuff in uh, in Egypt. But there's, there's a lot of other places that are very fascinating. I mean, one that I found was, uh, it's called Don Madol. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, on an island called Pompeii. It's mm -hmm. really in Japan. All right. There's 92 artificial inlets and stone-lined canals that are placed on top of coral reefs. Mm -hmm. And they're made of steel stones uh, that were quarried probably about 25 miles away. And each stone weighs from 5 to 50 tons. And this is a small island. And right. nobody knows how this was actually built. And these stones are... Each stone is probably about 17 feet in length. And they're placed like log cabins, you know, in the structure. So these walls are massive. They're, they're 17 feet wide, maybe 20, 30 feet tall at, at points. Um, and things go into the ocean. These megalithic structures, and people don't know how... It, it, it's just funny how from a certain date, we can move these size rocks and build these structures, and now we can't do it. So, well, Dave, let me let me ask you then: the 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 pyramid of Gaza was built around ten thousand years ago, somewhere between, I think, close to twenty six hundred BC. So you are telling me that ten thousand years ago, aliens existed, and the government has known the fact that aliens exist. I mean, they, if, if they existed 10,000 years ago, they might exist 100,000 years ago. And the, the government, once again, if, you know, I still, it's very, I don't know if, how can I put my point up here? You know, why? Like, I mean, why is that people think that all these workers cannot cut the stones, carry it, build it up, and they just believe aliens were there to help them, you know? And how come now, with all the technology, you know, we have all top-notch quality machinery technology in the world, and we are able to build skyscrapers 2,000 feet above the sea level? Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Insane, you know? Aliens didn't come to build it up. So, so I'm just trying to get my head around it. Like, it does not make sense, you know, to pick certain thing and then they talk about it. And, and, and as you said, the news spreads like fire on social media. So I don't know if it's the social media influence or um, because since social media came to being, never heard of such thing before. Before 2010, I've never heard such thing. I think 2011 or 12, once we kind of got into social media and Facebook started, you know, these conspiracy theories started, you know, and so forth. So, so 
I don't know. I mean, personally, I believe it's more of the social media buzz, you know, and misinformation. But once again, I can be wrong. You know, I'm, we are just expressing our own opinions and views. And we are not, you know, we all we know is the facts, when they were built, how many workers were built, and so forth, based on the archives, the knowledge in the archives, you know, that we have read. So, so do you think that aliens existed back then too? Uh, yes, I think they did. I think the aliens existed a lot longer than we did to become as advanced as we perceive them, like with UFOs and mm -hmm. being able to things. Uh, they might even be on our planet. Uh, living on the ground, that's another theory. So if they but, were living on our planet, what do you think life would life on earth would look like in your in your opinion if if well, you think they live who's not to say that they're not already living on our planet there's no scientific evidence right once again there is no evidence i'm to prove okay so let's go this way if if they were aliens they'd be living on our planet where would they live they would probably live in the most remote areas so people cannot find them, which would be places like under the ocean, maybe Antarctica, caves underground. And you think about how can that be? But think about what we do today. The government builds bunkers. We have bunkers all over the United States. Uh, many countries have bunkers. I think uh, I forgot the numbers of that, but like Switzerland, I think it has over 135,000 bunkers throughout Switzerland. So if we're looking to avoid something or like say a war, we can live underground in those bunkers to avoid, you know, devastation. Say there was nuclear fallout things like that, to hide away. We could go into those bunkers. And we could survive there for many years through whatever storage they had. Now, if its civilization was more advanced than us, why can't they bore deeper into the Earth and create their own, say, own bunker, but actually live off of, say, farming and stuff in there? And it's their own world underground. Hmm. And if they were here for that long, maybe they came out and helped us at times. Um, and like anything, anything can break down. Like our cars will break down. So an aircraft could break down. And that's how we started reversing their technology is we found downed aircrafts with possibly their bodies inside, and that's how the government has that. So I have one last question I want to ask you. I know you mentioned alien technology. Um, do you think the alien technology and the AI is somewhat in the same playing field? The reason being, do you think aliens, if they exist, which you think you do, uh, 
are they more intelligent than humans? Is their technology more advanced than what humans can come up with? Uh, do you see any relation between um, AI and alien technology? Yeah, I do. Um, because with the advances that we're making today with AI, we could see that AI actually helps the tech, uh, our technology grow faster. Mm -hmm. Maybe AI is actual and actual alien technology and advanced technology that we're just developing from their crafts. Mm -hmm. um, now, UFOs, they say travel in high speeds and things like that. Maybe all of them aren't manned by human, uh, by, by aliens. Right. Maybe they're like drone technology we have. Maybe right. they're drones through the sky um, because they can't withstand these pressures and things like that flying at super high speeds. So, yeah, it could be advanced technology. Um, when we start going into technology, we can go into, like, say, Nikola Tesla. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody knows him. He was brilliant, a brilliant man. Um, he said he received signals from Mars. Right. How crazy is he? You know, he's saying he, he received alien signals and um, he's invented tons of things, um, which could also relate back to the pyramids also, that the pyramids were electronic devices that powered powered uh, things around, maybe made their spaceships fly. Um, so Tesla was starting to build his tower, making free energy, and he was saying that it could possibly even make aircrafts fly. Mm -hmm. That would be a global grid that these aircrafts could take all this uh, electromagnetic power and actually fly through the air. Uh, could that have been done in the past? Possibly. We don't know what the pyramids were actually used for. Uh, we haven't found bodies in the pyramids. You know, you uncover the tombs and there's nothing there. People say grave robbers, things like that. But how true is that? What evidence do we have of that? We don't have evidence of that. Um, like going back to the to the pyramids, with all the hieroglyphics, I think there was only one hieroglyphic found that showed them measuring something and kind of chiseling away at one stone. There's no hieroglyphics that show them actually building the pyramids. And wouldn't that be something that you would document in history if you were making something? Why don't you really document how you made something rather than just going there and drawing things? Of course. Yeah, that the Pharaoh might have said that he wanted to draw it on the walls. So Dave, before we wrap this up, is there anything else that you would like to say to our audience or something that we did not cover uh, for... Uh, you to believe that aliens and UFO exist? Uh, 
Well, you can say, all right, say aliens live on our planet. And right. you're why there's no evidence. Um, maybe they don't want to reveal themselves to us. Um, the reason being because they see how greedy people are and how destructive we are. Um, and if they're living on the planet, we they don't want the, us mm-hmm. to destroy. Now, if we became... There's theories saying that Aliens are waiting for us to become an involved species where we're peaceful and we could get along with everybody. And then they could reveal themselves and say, hey, here's our technology. We can live together and mm-hmm. we can, and you're not going to come and try to kill us off and we won't try to kill you off. Um, so it really goes deep into that is... We don't really know what's out there. Mm-hmm. I believe there's more intelligent beings. Uh, they're trying to protect us, if anything. Um, we could bring that into going into nuclear wars and other things where UFOs been sighted mm-hmm. the majority of the time during nuclear tests um, during, say, Three Mile Island, Fukushima, Chernobyl, there was always sightings of aliens. And people said they saw beams going into, like, the power plants of Chernobyl and Fukushima from these spaceships. Maybe they're trying to help us. Um, They said uh, UFOs had interactions with Missiles, test test missile launches that they actually knocked down a nuclear missile at one point, uh, interfered with nuclear missile silos. So maybe they're trying to keep us away from that nuclear technology to, that would blow ourselves up, and they're trying to help us so we could be more peaceful and actually come together with them. They don't want to come into a fighting situation. So, yeah, I think uh, aliens would be more peaceful because of their advanced technology. They don't have to rely on what they have to make. They can make whatever they want. So that goes back into going into Star Trek days where on their spaceship they had replicators where they can make food. You know, you can just tell a computer, make my food, and boom, it pops out. Good. You know, maybe they have that kind of technology, and that's how they could possibly live, say, under the ground, uh, create their own living space, whichever way that that's done. So, yeah, I think there's life out there. Maybe on our planet, maybe from up above, who knows? But... I definitely believe there's life out there. Perfect. Thanks, Dave. Uh, we really want to thank you very much for your time, taking the time out of your day to do this. And, uh, you know, want to wish you all the best. And once again, thanks for accepting our invite and uh, being a guest on our podcast. No problem. Anytime, Sid. And thank you for having me. Thank you, man. See you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Have fun.